What's up, everybody? Welcome back. Another episode, episode 80 of Three Guys from the South Side. Uh, folks, this is the Patson episode. I know he can't be with us tonight, but uh, with us as always, Future Masters Par 3 champion, Blaze Bernardi. Blaze, how are we doing? I know we, we got a couple big updates from you. Yeah, is this uh, is this are we do we have some producers going on strike right now? Because we already lost one guy from three guys from the south side. <laughs> I just went I, I just went to press know, the mute button and I press leave studio. I'm okay, like, I am okay, an okay. Idiot. Per, personal mistake. We don't have to fire anybody, but um, we'll get into labor relations uh, later. But I'm doing well. I was back up in Illinois, like you're heading up to last week for a, a similar family reason. So, but good to be back. It's hot down here. No real urge to uh, swing a golf club since I went golfing with Dave and them on Friday. We'll talk about that soon. But um, hanging in there, another work week. Just got to figure out what I'm going to do this weekend now since Uncle Mikey's not heading down south on uh, I-69, I think it is. Folks at home, Blaze was just mentioning there, you know, Capital One has the match. We have the round. Uh, Blaze <laughs> did get out of the golf course for the first time in a long time. Uh, but before we get to that, you guys heard, heard him chime in there again. He Boys thought he was striking. No, he just hit the wrong button. Uh, from Naperville, Illinois, Teamsters United, Dave Mackmore. Dave, how are we doing? Uh, yeah, the stagehands united, Gary Grenda and Co. They uh they're not striking. They're they're all over this. So uh we're doing good though. We're we're kind of changing the calendar here. We're going, we're gonna have to get back to that once a week schedule once football comes back. It's been too long. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. Especially once we get like three, four weeks out, we start Start previewing all the uh, all the conference picks. We have to. Yeah, we just Absolutely. you know we just got to see each other once a, once every once in a while. Right now, there's just not that that much to talk about, well, unless we just make this a social podcast. Just talk about what we've got going on. Yeah, that's that's. <laughs> I don't think that would be good for anybody. Boys, let's go back to the round. Actually, da- actually, Dave, I want your perspective. I'll first. set the stage. Set the stage for the round. Where was it? What happened? How did it start? And and for everyone listening at home that's on the edge of their seats, just like I am, what was the final end result? Well, to, to set the stage here, this all started the weekend before the 4th of July. It was that Friday. And uh, the group chat of Mullen, Hep, Bernardi, and McAvoy was absolutely blowing up because Blaze said that he would be able to break 100 no problem. And I immediately was like, I will bet you any amount of money that you want. Blaze can, can retort and say that it, what, the right way. Whatever he says was actually what actually happened. But this is my version of it, Blaze. Um, I said no fucking way. He claimed that. Um, not, so he ended up. We ended up going to uh, the Odyssey Foundation. He used Mullen's brothers' clubs. Um, I won't tell you the ending quite yet. But uh, Blaze is already was already backtracking immediately, saying that it's not fair because he didn't have the his clubs weren't fitted. He didn't have the top of the line equipment that he deserved in order to break it. My saying was, it's not going to need the, the the fucking equipment is not going to be the issue. You haven't played golf in like nine years, and I golf like once a week, and I still tr- struggle to break a hundred. Probably says more about me than it does about Blaze, but I mean, there was just no shot that he was going to break a hundred. Wasn't going to happen. Um, I'll let Blaze say his version of it, and I'll, we'll tell you what happened. Okay, this was the version. The version was I would shoot under a hundred, under a hundred with Dave and Kubiak's clubs, and if I got two large round two large buckets for um, the driving range to get used to them. Mullen's supposed to pick me up at 315 with his brother's clubs. And let's backtrack even further. Dave and Kubiak can't come, so I don't have their clubs. So Mullen's brother, who's 5'8", 
has Nike clubs, which haven't been produced or manufactured since 2016, the Obama administration. I'm using these clubs. Mullen's supposed to pick me up at 315 so I can go to the driving range and shoot two practice balls. Mike was at the Zach Brown band the night before Windy City Barbecue. Zach Bryan. Zach Zach Bryan. Doesn't pick me up. Dave has to pick me up. So I don't even have time to warm up, nor I have the accurate golf clubs. So the first, the first hole, I'm using Dave's girlfriend's Rachel's clubs on the first hole, and I shot a ten. He and went into the water. Arrived, and then we got times. better. He went so I'll, the water say, so I'll say this: I think I shot a six three times yeah. on that opening hole. You went in the water. I used a I used a driver that was for someone who's five four, and I didn't even get any warm up shots. So, anyways, Mike, I shot a sixty eight on the front nine, and then the last three holes I golfed. I shot a I shot a five, a six, and a four. Which compared to par is what for the listeners? It was it was four over total on those three holes. But that five was a handicap for a two. And what I basically mastered was Mullen's Nike driver was actually pretty clutch. I could hit it straight, and I but I could only hit it like 180 to 200 yards. So I would just use that every every play. So I had a Dave had the best two drives on the par fives. He hit like 280 in the fairway. But I had the third and the third and fourth best drives of the day. I would say. I did get a good. My iron game's non-existent. My iron game's non-existent. That's something I struggle with. I was 180 yards right down the center. That probably sounds familiar to you, Mikey. Yeah, I got plus 40 on that. 220 average. Come on. No, 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 you you, you pipe it. But I will say this. I was wrong, but I I progressively got better like every hole, and I have a good mindset to do it. But I was going to say, if you came down this weekend... We're gonna go run three miles, and then there's a drive. There's a driving range right after. So I was gonna say bring your clubs, but we'll do that another time. No, it ended up being a really good time, and it was we, fun. Uh, I, had, I had a good time shooting the shit. We had it a was good nice time. Nice to have Mullen there. It was we fun. had a good Dave time. A good, so what was Dave, the final score? Dave was a good we sport. We only we golfed fifteen, so this is where the story getting, gets really good. It was getting the sun was going down. We were getting backed up. Um, a couple highlights of the round. Number one would be we come to the uh, after the front nine. We were able to jump the people ahead of us because they were only playing nine, but there was um, a wedding taking place, Mike, uh, out on the uh, right between the ninth and the tenth hole. And on the tenth hole, they were playing hear, R. Kelly. You can hear R and B blasting at the ceremony, and it was like we it was baby making music as the bride was walking down the aisle, and it oh. was it was quite the scene, mainly for us, Joe, just because you can't even see it then, and you just hear like boys to men like just blasting through the trees as you're teeing off on 11 there's, yeah it's not golfing music that so, was maybe our worst hole dave there's so no <laughs> there's no doubt time, though there's no doubt that that wedding party took volmer to get there oh absolutely no doubt about absolutely. it absolutely they, they, they came from they from, came from the east there and yeah, then uh they, and they then, come um, dave, tell us dave tell them what happened after we decide to call it quits on 15 after we both shot fours oh so anyways we 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 started our luck started to change pretty quick then I uh, I originally had booked it for four people because I was like, I'm just going to book a foursome that we have it set. If anyone else wants to come, great. So you only had us three. The starter, but when we go up there, he's like, hey, just tell him that Mark, the starter, told you you can get a refund for your third that didn't show or your fourth that didn't show up. I'm like, great. We'll see what happens. So I'm going to I go inside. I'm like, I'll see if I can get my 35 bucks back for this. I go in. And a manager is like like talking to this like 19 year old girl that's behind the register, like saying some story. And she is literally just like, 
exacerbated, just like completely done with it. He finally leaves and he he's like, yeah, just give him the refund for that. No big deal. So she's sitting there like asked for my card, doing all this shit, like beep, 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 beep. And she like looks at me and then she looks at it again. And she was like, I'm just going to refund the whole thing because I can't figure out how to just refund one thing. We got $157 back for free. We got a, we got 15 balls. We got, Fuck yeah. or no, we got 30 balls. We well, got 30 balls. Well, Dave, actually, you only got six balls because I lost nine of those in the water. Right. That's true. But we ended up getting the whole thing comped, and then we we won some money on the slots afterwards. We had ourselves a nice little It was actually nice a net Friday. positive day. It was a lot oh, of you fun. Wanna, where, where'd, you, where'd you go? Where'd you hit the slots? Legends. We went to JMO's we we Live, which is on 191st. It was they started having like a eighties cover band and it had to be a guy in his sixties, oh, like no. screaming, like he was like, uh, like in like Van Halen or some shit, dude. Yeah. We were waiting for oh, Kubiak geez. and Patson to arrive. And there was a guy playing golden tea with a jean vest on with a Confederate flag. It was not our crowd. It was weird. Oh my God. No, we got, we both, we all said, so then we, we left out. Yeah. Like, so we then felt we like left. we were going to get in a fight. If we would have been, if we would have stayed in there. So, yeah. just so then we went and left the, went and left the, went to legends and then me and Mullen played the video poker machines for maybe like an hour and a half and one and each one, everybody 50 bucks. We were grinding. Nice. It was a, it was a good time though. Blaze blaze played better than I expected him to, but I think he also learned the lesson that it's, it's hard to break a hundred, especially when you haven't played. Yeah. No, it was fun. I don't have so, the patience for it either. It's fun to do, but I will say waiting for the people in front of you is just something I can't do. And pace wasn't that bad. We were, there was two of us. Bad. And me and Dave are like Rory and John Round. We like to play really quick. We're not like Cantley or Kepka. I mean, we're not like Cantley, excuse me. Good time though. We'll have to we'll have to get a real round right. on the books at some point. Yeah, we're gonna have to, boys. We're gonna have to. But we'll give you enough time to you know get some more swings in though before that next one. Right. The Maybe two the two buckets of balls at the range would have made the difference, I think. But Dave, it kind of really did because my driver got a lot better. My irons, I still don't know how to hit an iron. I'm, I'm just confused on the physics of it. That might be something I might not be able to wrap my head around. See, he's already he's already in well, like, golfer form because we're already making excuses for it. This is, Blaze, this is never going to change. Trust me, I still make excuses for everything. My driver's not fitted. That's the reason why I can't pipe it every time. It's not fair. Dave, you shot, like, a 280-yard drive. I saw it. I know. Nolan saw it, too. I know. I and it was in the fairway. No, come on. Yeah, deadly, deadly accuracy, except for the ones that that hooked. It did. Hey, I did get a video of one of your tee shots. It it did look good. Oh, it was the one where Mullen was throwing his first flag. Oh, I saw that. Um, it pretty pretty decent swing. Yeah, no, we're getting there. Looks good. It looks we're getting good. there. It looks good. Well, hey, speaking of golf, I I will say, uh, the merchandise absolutely flew off the shelves, folks. <laughs> and let me tell you, we're already we're already out of golf balls. Uh, part of that is because I lost most of them personally. Um, we did give some out to some listeners. We do have some new listeners, uh, some folks in the logistics industry. We were giving those out at the SMC three conference in Orlando. <laughs> we brought a dozen with us. So we're national uh, now Four, four lucky and random, very random people throughout the industry have at the South side guy golf balls. What? Uh, I put them next to their SMC three merchandise. Uh, in their little goodie bag, um, we had lunch. It was fantastic. Drinks were free. I was drinking those fucking high noons. Like they were going out of style. But for lucky listeners, if you're listening, uh, check the uh, uh, check the appendix there, the the attendance sheet from the conference. We'll talk. You, but you um, put it in the goodie bags and with the merch of the rest yeah, of the stuff. Yeah, I had to. I had to. <laughs> That's awesome. 
I mean, it was just a dozen, but we're, we're, we've got we've got more golf balls cu- coming. I'm, I'm thinking I'm close to pulling the trigger on those damn koozies, but minimum 300 koozies at like two $2.15 a koozie. That is not. That's ridiculous. We just got to hit a couple I mean, of these golf bets here. Who, who wants Eric, I like that golf ball idea. That was good. It was yeah, good. It's not bad. It's not bad. But, uh, folks, more merch coming. Uh, that's on the way. Uh, one other update, six weeks to college football. Dave, you mentioned it. We'll get back on uh, here once a week starting in mid-August. Uh, most importantly, let's talk about golf this coming weekend. We have the Open uh, starting Thursday, July 20th at Royal Liverpool. Uh, it was last year in 2014. Rory took home uh, that Open Championship. Cam Smith won it last year. Boys, who do you have coming into the weekend uh, obviously, I think we all have some favorites who are kind of your your mid tier players you throw a flyer on, and also just some guys. Hey, you know, fifty, sixty to one, it might be worth taking a shot at any, any kind of bigger flyers out there. Boys, we'll start with you. Who do you got? If I want to take a flyer on just somebody, I would go with Hideki. I think he's finished four times in the top twenty in the past four Open Championships. I don't know how exactly that much means, and I don't really know how healthy he is, but um. I just think this is a course that kind of fits his style well, calm, cool, and collected. I think I don't think he'll get rattled by the weather, which Saturday it's supposed to get pretty nasty with the rain um, before th- um, Thursday and Friday is supposed to be pretty nice. Hideki's my flyer. I'm not going to throw a lot of money on it. Or another guy I just kind of love is Robbie McIntyre, who I would have loved to see Sunday Sunday morning win before my flight left. But uh, just a bit unfortunate. But he might be two or three years away from being able to grab one of these majors. But – I think he's at a hundred to one and Hideki's at 66. So those would be my two long shots. I mean, Bobby, I, I like the Bobby Mack play. I mean, coming off of last week at the Genesis and sorry to interrupt too. It's kind of a shame. Rory hit that two iron, which kind of stole the so show, sick. but that three wood McIntyre had in the rough that, to go 10 feet on 18 to birdie. That absolutely was phenomenal. It's crazy that, that only three people all day birdied that 18th hole, and they were Robbie McIntyre and Rory McIlroy. So, okay, but, but the ball flight on the two iron, the hold of the of the swing, and then the club. Well, see, Merrick, I don't know how to hit an iron. So, like, I was watching that, and I was like, "How? Why can't I do that? I don't yeah, get it." That was that was that was majestic. You will you will appreciate golf shots more and more as you start to play, Blaze. And, no, and the biggest I mean, thing, sorry, I'll was, stop talking after this, but the biggest thing for no. me is like, I was like, how the hell do they get a divot like that after they follow through? They hit the ball, then they hit the ground. That's just something, like I said, I can't get. Yeah, insane. I, I mean, that shot was in the, what, 30 mile an hour, 25 mile an hour headwinds that he was facing too. Like that is, that's just insane that that you can put it that close. But um, Dave, who do you got from a flyer uh, this weekend? Big well, Blaise, who you, Blaise, you didn't mention your guy, uh, Sepp Straka. We ended up on him. I took him with you. I um, didn't because I don't. I wasn't able to bet in time. But did Dave's he got win the John value. Deere? He did, Merrick. He did win the John Deere. Yeah, he played. He played pretty well. Quad Cities, Silvis, Illinois. Yeah, he had a he had an awesome round that he last did. round he played, too. He, he had like nine amazing. birdies in the first twelve holes or something ridiculous. I think he finished sixty two. And then bogeyed 18. He bogeyed yeah. 18 on top right. of that. Yeah. He had a good shot at getting a 59 for a good good yeah. stretch there. Yeah, he was thinking about it for sure on that last hole. Yeah. Uh, middle of the road guy that I'm, I I like is Sam Burns. He's 65 to 1. Um, our guys still, Max Homa, 55 to 1. Tony Finau, 60 to 1. Uh, worth it to throw five bucks on each of those. Um, but I, I don't know how you bet against uh, Scotty Scheffler in this. I'm fading Rory. He had that big emotional win last week. 
I don't see him winning too straight. I mean, he's been playing pretty well, but uh, just don't see it happening. I, Scotty Scheffler is still the best golfer in the world right now, and it's not particularly close. Um, if he can putt, we say this every major, if he can putt, he's going to run away with it, especially at a place like this, because I've been watching some of the stuff um, on Golf Channel and then on Twitter. I actually wanted to ask you, Blaze, uh, a question in a minute, but they're talking about a lot about how the greens are small. They're they're even smaller because they're they're sloped down. Um, that should be good for Scotty Scheffler because he's great tee to green and he just has to be able to make a couple putts. Um, but, but it's one of the storylines blaze is this, uh, I don't know what they're calling it interior out of bounds where it's like an artificial out of bounds that they're creating. So what's the deal with that? It seems like it's a little bit tight, especially on 18 going up towards the green, uh, in the, in the last hole. Yeah. So they did this on the first hole at uh port rush last year, I believe. And I think they're carrying this over. And honestly, I think this is a great decision because, I think what we're kind of seeing now is just golfers that are bombing the ball don't have are hitting over the sand traps and then they're able to hit it out of the rough. So this is a kind of way to penalize these golfers and still keep these older courses that have been have have been relevant for hundreds of years still relevant. So I think it's an excellent decision. I did see that thing on the 18th hole. I think that's a poor angle of how it's displayed because you need to see the whole outline. But okay. I think this is something that the RA does, but the US PGA would never do because they're too big of pussies to stand up to American golfers, but props to the RA for doing this. So it's going to be, it's, you're not going to be able to be like Cam Smith last year and hit these miracle recovery shots. If you miss the fairway, you need to be able to hit the fairway to be successful. That's how golf traditionally is. I support this, but yeah, that 18th hole, that's going to, that's going to be a doozy on that par five. Let's just say if Wyndham Clark's going on 18 with a one hole lead and he does that same shot he did in the U S open, right. he's not going to be the winner. And that's how no it needs chance. to be on that final hole. How about, um, did you also see some of the pictures from 06 when Tiger won it? Because there's been a lot of guys talking about how Tiger didn't have to hit driver hardly once the entire time that he played in the, here in 06 because it was so dry that he would just hit like a four iron or a five iron and it would just Close run right there. up there. Yeah. Yeah. So there's been a lot of rain. So I don't, it's the course is going to be pretty soft. And I know yeah. they let the rough run high. Um, I think it's be good. I think for our listeners and you guys too, the open on YouTube. They kind of got a behind the locker scene and everything where they have everyone coming in. There's like two 15 minute episodes the past two days. It's really cool. And I think one thing that's kind of really cool with golf is you kind of see different eras playing at the same time and still at the top of the world. So Scotty Scheffler's on the putting green. He's got a laptop, um, an iPad, and he's got like this grid going down, kind of trying to fix his putter. Justin Rose put three T's around to practice his form for putting just like that. So I just think it's fascinating how there's so many ways to play this game and kind of increase efficiencies and improve your mechanics. It's just, it's just amazing to me. And I love that stuff. Everyone's got their own method of the madness, right? You, yeah. I'll you send it to you guys after this episode. It's two good 15 episodes before you go to bed. Merrick, who do you like? And Blaze, one more thing for you. There's no way that Jordan Spieth wins this, right? He can't. Yeah. I, I heard his wrist wasn't healthy at the Scottish open and he missed the cut, but Hell, look at Morikawa. Guy missed the cut. Guy came and made the cut, came in last place, then won the Open Championship in 2021. So, and does was, Justin does Justin Thomas need to have a good performance here to make sure that he makes the Ryder Cup team? My God, that's a politics situation going into it. Because I was going to say, like, what's great about the Open Championship is I can't wait for the Ryder Cup because that's just so fucking exciting on Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, and then we got college and NFL and yeah. midseason form too. That's just a great underrated weekend and. I don't care what they say, but playing it at a European course is just so much better with the crowd there. I think even though whistling straights was really good in 2021. Mike, who, who you got? Merrick, any thoughts with you? Long shots you like? 
the only I mean the only long shot I'd like and he's what twenty five to one is Hatton. I he he took a month off since the since the US Open, went and played the Genesis Open last week, came out, I think he finished tied sixth. He's still putting well. Um, I know he didn't play great at the US Open, but this is a different a, a, a much, much different course. Um, I like him. I do like Cam Smith. I haven't really bet him much since he, he won me uh, a good chunk of change last year. So we're going to get back on him. Obviously, he won the, the Open Championship last year. And then just Sheffler to finish in the top five or the top ten. I think you're I think you're looking at like minus 125, maybe minus 130. This is just this is easy money. I would just I would bet I would hammer that play all day, shuffle for top five and top ten, and I guaranteed money. And again, you're you're gonna pay for any other flyers you you take to win it. Yeah, I think that's a really good way of looking at it. And like just on top of that, just this PGA tour calendar year, Scotty Shuffler has made nineteen million dollars alone. So that just shows how well he's been doing and how that top ten has would be equivalent with that. I do think before we kind of get into our main picks, you kind of brought us into that. I think it's really strange right now how a lot of golf cappers and people who kind of bet futures on this, it's kind of becoming a consensus where a lot of people are picking the same golfers. Last week, it was Fleetwood, Jason Sobel, Matt Vicenze, and this other guy, Ben Coley, I follow on Twitter. And then this week, everyone's on Victor Hovland and Dustin Johnson, I feel like. So I just feel like those two are two popular picks. I love Victor Hovland, especially for the Ryder Cup. I think he's going to have a breakout party like he did at Memorial. But I just don't see it with those two guys yet. And just kind of like that popular consensus you get with football betting where everybody's riding the same team, it just feels it like that with those two. So I'd stay away from those two. Boys, you're not taking your boy? Oh, no, I'm taking my boy, Rom. After I saw those um, inbounds penalties, Rom's a great driver off the tee, going to be straight and accurate. Great to the great shot um, shots gained going to the green as well too, and I think with Lynx Golf he's a average to below average putter that kind of levels it out, which is how the kind of the course is. And given the weather going on Saturday, it's given me major Masters vibes on Saturday too, when Rom kind of grinded out that finishing Friday and Saturday round. So I do like Rom, and then I'm on Fleetwood and Hatton too. I think they were one week too early. Everyone picking them. I think they both had really good performances. And they've been two of the best players on the PGA who haven't won this one yet this year. So I'm going to go with those two and keep riding them. I, I was going to say this, Blaze. I was going to say the exact same thing about Fleetwood and Hatton. It feels like they're just due. They've been up there and they've been flirting with it a lot all this year. Fleetwood hasn't won on tour. No. So he's never won on the PGA tour, but he's won. Um, he's, he's, he's won, won in, in Europe. Europe. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. This could Hat- be, Hatton this could won be- one. He won the Arnold Palmer, what, the 2019, I think he won. Um, yeah. Hatton boys, won in Dubai last year too. Boys, I don't, I don't, I don't think you're wrong in that Fleetwood play. I did see Rom today also chipped in six times during oh, his yeah, practice that round. Was disgusting. Six times during his practice round. That is disgusting. I hope I do it once a year, let alone six times in a fucking round. Yeah, Merrick. Actually, funny story. One of my fives, I actually almost did that too, but I hit the ball so hard it ricocheted off the tee. So if it didn't hit the if it didn't hit the flag stick, it would have went all the way into the other rough. Yeah, you you skull fucked it. Yeah, it's quite the feeling though. I was got <laughs> chipped in. Of it. He chipped in. <laughs> Boys, any other plays on the open? Are you going to do any matchups, Blaze? Yeah. So I did submit my uh twelve team twelve. 12 play matchup parlay $20 to win $42,000 to Mullen this morning. 
I can send it to you guys if you want a copy. And then um, Merrick, we did take a flyer on Sunjay M first round leader. And if we win that play, we're all going to go out to Vegas for a weekend and, <laughs> and bet the money and stay at a nice hotel to win. No, but yeah, is there any golfers that we missed with you, Dave? No, I'm on those guys. And then I've got, I'm betting Scheffler too. Like I already okay, said. Okay. Yeah. So um, just one more thing before we maybe get into the labor relations brought <laughs> brought to you by FedEx. Um, uh, I will say that um, I will send you the links on YouTube in the open championship, but then like they've been shuffling my YouTube players to like Ryder cups. And I swear I cannot fucking wait for this. Like it sucks that it's seven hours ahead in Italy, but I was watching the 2018 Ryder cup in Paris. So you know how they had that Mollywood thing, Francesco Molinari and Fleetwood, and they kind of stole the show. Do you guys remember this? Yeah. Well, anyways, they went Fleetwood went four and one. Molinari went five and zero, oh, and the Europeans absolutely dominated. So they made a video of the. They had a joke on Twitter, the Ryder Cup Twitter, who's a great follower for Europe, by the way. Fleetwood and Francesco Molinari woke up in the same bed with the European Ryder Cup trophy the next morning as a joke, like wondering what happened. So then this year in May, they did like a backstory and they were sitting in the same exact bed together kind of reliving their match round play with patrick reed and tiger woods it's so fucking cool just kind of getting the insight about what they were doing on the holes the strategy for it it's it's a good way maybe the pga could do that like pairings golf and it could be a little better instead of like what the lives doing but like i just love that rider stuff because it's true really partnership strategy and then with the stroke play too it's just great hey what speaking of live what is the latest and greatest there I haven't been keeping up with much of it. I know they've been like having court hearings and everything. What's the, what's the skinny? I'd guess the rest of this calendar year, they have contracts with events that they're doing. And I think one of them is actually the Trump one in Scotland. But once that expires, they'll probably figure it out and get it aligned with the PGA tour calendar. Let's just hope we get more national opens like the Scottish and Canadian with it though. Yeah, I completely agree with that. Yeah, I know you guys talked about that. Dave, you brought up doing like the French Open, the Australian, the Australian would be awesome. Open. Yeah. Like, yeah, that would be cool if, if if they did that similar to tennis. But speaking of tennis, how cool was that seeing Alcaraz win that Wimbledon title? As an intense final, it was. It was. Awesome. It was I, I mean, I, I, it got my attention. Yeah. I was watching. That was cool. I'm a big tennis guy, but yeah, yeah, twenty years old winning the second major already. He's probably going to be the next Rafael Nadal for Spain. I, you have to guess. Oh yeah. Yeah, I like watching. Usually you'll get some U.S. Open stuff late at night, too. So that should be fun in the next couple of weeks. That's in New York, right? Yeah. Hey, Women's World Cup starts this weekend. We you got gonna, you're going to dabble. We're, we're playing Charlie on Saturday. What? We're playing Charlie, the Vietnam. Mike. <laughs> what? What's, I, don't, I don't get it. It's just, it's just what they would call. Just what they would call the Viet Cong during the Vietnam War. It was Charlie. I don't know if there's like a racial thing behind it. I'm oh sure no, it was. wasn't that. They would say that in the battles because they wouldn't because the Viet Cong they couldn't say that clearly. So when they were in the jungle, they would say Charlie. Oh, okay, sure. that makes sense. I just know that that's what they called the enemy over there was Charlie. Yeah, that's why. Okay. That's why I said that. I'm I not sure that. if that's right though, but it seems you know. We're not a, not a history podcast. I know so they like, did that in World War II. Correction. They did something like that in World War II with the Germans. But um, the Krauts. Yeah. Anyways, I I heard there's like some I don't know if this is true or not, but I heard there might be like some locker room problem because like, let's be honest, Megan Rapinoe and all those older women, they have a huge ego and maybe rightfully so for what they've won. But there's some younger people on that team. I think there's like an 
19 year old from California, Dennis Rodman's daughters, Rodman, we're probably better sick. than them right now. She's and I don't sick. think they're playing because the older, the older generation is still there. So I think that's an interesting dynamic. If the USA team kind of struggles in the group stage, it could I be think- like a France 2010 thing or something like after they win the world cup. Dr. Gupta made me watch the uh, watch the send off game, the farewell game. They played yeah. uh, Wales, and Rodman Rodman had had two bingos. She was looking good, and they didn't score until like the eighty, almost the eightieth minute, seventy fifth minute. Yeah, it'll so, be interesting. That last generation's running on empty, and the new generation's ready to take over. So we'll see how it goes. I mean, they didn't start any of their starters, but yeah, I'd, I mean, we'll see. They're they're definitely they're definitely what a top two favorite. Friday, top Friday. Three. Friday in the three-way bet, Team USA is minus twenty thousand to win this. Just the game against Vietnam. 50, yeah, so I think fifty to one for that... a draw, fifty-five to one for a for a Vietnam win. How much for a draw? Fifty to one. What's the first we're, half draw? We're gonna beat them like ten to nothing. Can we parlay that with, with the war? Would we win that one too, Dave? <laughs> I mean, I, I wouldn't do that against these guys, Mike. Um, let's see. <laughs> First half. Uh, hey, where did they film Tropic Thunder? Because anytime I hear Vietnam, that's all I think about. I don't know if that's. I think that's where it's supposed to be. They're supposed to be making a Vietnam War movie. Oh my god, that movie's so good. Let's see. Sorry. Yes. Uh, money line or draw first half is eleven to one. Man, that might not be a bad flyer. You just and there's come on. First game, man. What's Who knows what's going to happen with that lineup? Dude, they've been there for a week, acclimating to the time zone and everything. They're Where are they playing fine. at right now? Where's it at? They're in New, they're in New Zealand. New Zealand. So they're going to be a hour. They're a day ahead of us, basically. Is it the land down under? Yeah, they're yeah, basically they're, a day ahead of us. Their Vietnam game starts at like eight p.m. Saturday, something like that. Yeah, let's look. I think it's Friday night. It says, "Yeah, Friday night, eight p.m. Friday night this coming Friday." So that'll be what, like probably 7 p.m. is New yeah. Zealand time on yeah. Saturday. Interesting. I didn't even know that was coming up. The I knew it was. In... I know it was in New Zealand. I'm surprised they have that many soccer stadiums. Did you? Did either of you guys watch uh, Quarterback on Netflix yet? I did. I finished it. No. You like it? I I think it's good. I I think um I think they had a really good. I think Mahomes and Cousins were really good. I think Mariota was really boring. So it was kind of a blessing in disguise. Like he kind of quit the team at the middle of the year after they sucked. It was just focus on them. I will say Mahomes, God, what a great dude has the world by the balls, makes a ton of money, can do whatever he wants. Is a down to earth, good guy. And seems like everyone in that locker room likes him. So like I can see anybody running through the wall. He also had a perfect situation going with Andy Reed. Just a couple tidbits in there too. Matt Nagy getting all this FaceTime next to Mahomes. <laughs> what a fucking loser. That guy should be holding Mahomes jockstrap everywhere he does. He doesn't need a quarterback coach. Let's be serious here. Um, and then also Cousins is actually a super fucking good dude. He is dorky, super weird. He's so way weird. too religious. He has a Margaret Thatcher quote the first episode. And I'm like, dude, what are you doing here? But um, guy shows up, plays really hard. He played injured last year. And he kind of knows the strengths and weaknesses. So I can see how the locker room respects him. And those guys both seem like good family dudes. So it's kind of the opposite of what Tim Anderson is right now in the White Sox, to be honest. So oh it's kind God. of refreshing. Style. It's a mess. Style him. Cubs are yeah. a mess too. Aren't the Cubs losing again right now? I yeah. Came back yeah. break pretty bad. Bellinger's no, I really liked block. it. Merrick, I recommend watching it too. The first, it gets oh, a little winning. dry, but it's good. You got your boys on uh, Hard Knocks too. That's official since we last talked. 
Yeah, I heard they're not going to be as cooperative in the past, and I, I don't, I don't really blame them. I think Hard Knocks has kind of run its course. They need to think of, they need to think of something different. Hire that narrator and just do something else. But that's it. That's it, my opinion. But well, we can talk about the NFL um, once golf's over. I, li- I do like my Jets this year, though. Yeah, we got one more big golf tournament, and we'll we'll bet on golf a little bit each week but that's it it feels like once the 4th of July weekend kind of hit it's it feels like it's time for football i feel like everyone's starting to yeah, think about it no after the open championship for me cuz august really is will. just it's fucking hot dog days of baseball i don't care about baseball dog days of golf nobody golfs like until you, you guys got a you guys got a heat wave down there right now too don't you isn't it pretty okay. hot well, yeah it's moved west of new mexico but yeah my my glasses are fogging at six in the morning when I leave for work and my car's 120 degrees every uh, afternoon when I leave at four. So yeah. Turn up the heat. Raji. Um, Dave, we've been circ. We went circling the wagons the other day at the nodding donkey. And I just got flashbacks of watching that Cincinnati Bearcat game and getting absolutely trounced. I forget who they were playing. But we hammered Cincy that day and absolutely lost. But it just made me think about football coming back. We're close. Yeah. We're close. To your point, though, we do need to get through a couple labor negotiations. <laughs> um, now, I'm not going to comment. Can't, won't uh, keep those comments to myself. But, gentlemen, I will turn it over to you. If you have any thoughts uh, that you'd like to share, uh, feel free. I think it goes without saying, Blaze, that we are a pro union uh, podcast here. So, <laughs> watch it. <laughs> That's good. Yeah, it's it's a little more complicated than that. It's like in the modern version, you want to unionize. It's a combination of poor management, low pay, safety, unfair favoritism. But then you kind of go back with a company like UPS, who's been unionized for so long. It's just kind of what it was like in that generation, and kind of with that more manual labor workforce. I will say, I think Carol Tomei is very um, raw and naive and going into the situation and it seems like it wasn't handled well from a communications perspective. Like what is that social media team doing, tweeting about trying to tell the real story of part-time workers? First of all, these people work during COVID. So like it's a more complicated situation than that. They were also in a unionized contract, so they couldn't renegotiate then and give them back pay or bonus pay. It's a complicated situation. I don't think the company UPS handled it that well. This is someone with one private year experience in the private sector in HR and also with a master's degree in industrial relations. So I think it could have been handled better on the UPS side. I think you see with the Teamster, Sean O'Brien, he's been here before he's done this stuff. He's been weaning for a fight. I think the bigger thing for Teamsters is, is Sean O'Brien going to be able to keep 350,000 Teamsters on the same page or is UPS kind of going to do a guerrilla warfare and just kind of narrow some things down? So that's kind of just how it's going to work. I don't think – I think the contract's going to expire, but I think they're going to stay at, at work and keep going to work and try and hash this out. But um, like I said, I don't th- – I think UPS needs to just bite the bullet. You owe these workers from COVID with what was going on. You reassess. Times are good. And when times have been bad, UPS is kind of reeled in, and Teamsters is kind of obliged with this. So economy's doing well. UPS is doing very well. Pay the workers. And then what happens in four years, you go from with there. That's my take. That was very concise. I don't think we have anything to add to that, frankly, Blaze. You're going to be way more in the know, and you're the the biggest expert we have on this that's allowed to speak on it. So, loved Mer- it. Merrick, is that a fair and balanced thought for for your listeners and maybe your customers and clients? 
So, uh, boys. Whoa, 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 whoa. In other news, in other news. Uh, hey, Dave, you just saw him. He, he popped in on camera over here. Happy first birthday to, to the G-Man. Yeah. Well, Gino. Jones. Yeah, Gino pop. I don't know where he went, but he can did have you, it. Did you, like, did you like when I saw that he you had the picture with, of him in the UPS uniform? Like, Merrick's already lining his scabs up. Look at this guy. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> Gino in the UPS uniform. Yeah, Merrick. Did you get that from Worldwide Express, or did you have to like buy that on Amazon? Oh no, that was the no boys. They don't they don't resell that on Amazon. They, they I don't they, know. They protect the shield, baby. <laughs> uh, <laughs> was that a part? Is, is is he a part time worker or is he full time? Well, they're still working on the part time contract, so he's full time. Um, and he's full time reseller. Full time reseller uh a parcel uh parcel services so um gentlemen this was good it's been a while since we got back together this has been really good a lot of fun um any any closing thoughts here for the listeners uh no usually well i will say the only positive now is when i wake up at four in the morning to use the washroom i won't go to bed i won't go to bed right away i'll probably stay up and watch golf on peacock the open championship since it'll be starting like at midnight our time yeah we didn't really talk about that golf and like with the last couple of tournaments and it's kind of been a story all year is just like how hard it can be to find golf when you want to watch it sometimes. Yeah, it should not be that hard. It shouldn't yeah. be hard. Throw Sunday, it on the CW now that you're with Liv. Let's go. Sunday was embarrassing for the Scottish Open. That yeah. was bad. Saturday too. Remember the, um, what was the Detroit one? I can't think of what the name of that one Rock was. Rocket Mortgage. CBS. That one was bad. Like the one that uh, Ricky won. Like they, they were all, they, they just, they can't figure it out and they have to stream it in all these different fucking places yeah, and they're throwing bad. tape delay stuff. Like no one wants to watch a tape delay. Everyone that bet on it already knows what happened. And that's your, one of your biggest audience. Put them yeah, on no, a fucking Amber alert. They got to figure this shit out. <laughs> yeah. They have plenty of those in Texas. Dude, yeah. They do. Like the way I think about it is, um, Jim Nance is over in Scotland doing the Scottish open and he's only accessible via the CBS sports app live. That's screwed up. Right, unless he has a, a stake in only the app. But yeah, we'll see how they cover it this coming week. And Yeah, so I know it's, it's going to be on NBC, which I thought they did a great job with the U.S. Open, so hopefully they keep that up. And um, also, they don't have no laying up. They didn't partner with them, who I can't stand, so I'm happy I don't have to hear those freaking losers. I don't listen to them at all. I, I follow one of their Twitter accounts, and that's it. They sold their soul for access to the PGA. Once that Live PGA stuff came out, the – the hurdles they were doing, the backflips that justify their reasoning. I thought they were Simone Biles for a second. Oh, Jesus Christ. What an analogy. Dave, any final thoughts from you? Nah, it should be fun. To Blaze's point, too, it's fun when you wake up at 5 o'clock. You're like, ooh, golf's on. I got to turn golf on. Yeah, Have a safe a- trip to Chicago, Uncle Mikey. Thanks, boys. Yeah, going to be uh, a couple weeks here, though, boys, before we get back back on schedule here. Back on schedule once a week. Football, you can smell it. You can, you can literally smell it. It's right around the corner. But listeners, thanks for tuning in. Enjoy the picks on the open. Uh, and we'll catch everybody here in a few weeks. Peace. There'll be peace when you are done. Lay your weary head to rest. Don't you cry.